Hello there, nerds, and welcome to Go Today, a 30 Rock podcast, the weekly chronological journey through 30 Rock, looking for the jokes, the references, the highs, the lows, and all of the words that come with one of the best shows of the 21st century. As always, I'm your host, Curtis Stone, and joining me is... David Abick. And welcome to episode 66, season 4, episode 8, entitled Secret Santa, originally airing December 10th, 2009, and will be the last episode of that decade and of that year. David, if you would, please give us a quick summary slash synopsis of this episode. It's Christmas time at 30 Rock, and Jack and Liz prepare to exchange gifts for the first time. Meanwhile, Jack's old high school co-star Nancy Donovan is in town on vacation with her sons, and Jack tries to rekindle the old flame. Also, Jenna again refuses to contribute to the cleaning lady gift fund because she wants to do her own thing. So Pete seeks revenge by sending in Danny to upstage her for her annual Christmas solo song. And finally, Kenneth is organizing this year's Secret Santa, but several people don't want to participate, and he begins to lose his faith. This is a busy episode. It's extremely busy. But... There's a lot of plots. Also, Tracy... Well, he's... Sort he's... of... He, he, yeah. he, yes, he loosely figures into the Kenneth Verdukian Secret Santa storyline, but he doesn't have a major role in this. No. Um, as busy as this episode is, though, I feel like they all get the attention they deserve, for the most part. Like, the Verdukian could have been cut... Yeah. Like that storyline wasn't necessarily vital to anything because it's just a couple of one off jokes for this. Um, and some of it ties into Liz and Jack's storyline, but they could have found another way around it or something like that. Um, it, but it's still like, I don't want to sound downtrodden about this episode. I think it's a super, super charming episode. Uh, it's the least Christmas one we've had thus far of the Christmas episodes. Like, there's a lot of Christmas talk and a lot of holiday talk, but there's very little shown of Christmas. Like, most of it is in Kenneth's storyline, and then there's talk of it in Jack and Liz's. Um, and I guess, like, the Danny, like, they're singing a Christmas song. But, like, the last few Christmas episodes we've had, they've been built specifically around doing stuff at Christmas or celebrating Christmas. This is more just, like, it seems more casual, more passive kind of representation of it. And that's, I guess, the attack on Christmas that everyone's so worried about. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but no, this is a super. I think given all the plot threads they have going into a twenty-two minute episode, I feel like everything gets the attention that it needs, and no more, no less. And it's, I mean, it wraps up everything. Super, wraps up pretty tight. There's some fun references throughout. Uh, Julianne Moore. I don't like her character. I don't like her accent. I don't like her in this particular role. But she's not bad per se in terms of like a bad character or a bad performance it's just her accent is so off-putting that it's just like i don't know it's so over the top that it's just like i hear it's not quite cartoony which is what i'm expecting yeah. from 30 rock but it's like it's just so over the top that it's just like unbearable like i don't know i mean i know people always complain about that but i think i mean isn't that the joke that it's like she's from boston and it's exaggerated yeah, right, yada, 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 like, yada. she hits it so hard right that it's but just isn't that like, point? i mean i mean like she's such like a good actor that it's yeah. like you know what i mean like i i i imagine that was part of the direction and part of the thing it's like the whole point is it's supposed to be kind of just like over the top silly like i thought that i mean i i know like that's a lot of, of people a lot of people criticize that character in that storyline and I don't know. I, I guess I never minded it as much as I heard a lot of people complain about it because I thought it was just, yes, like, it, it is grating, but I, to me, that was, like, that was kind of the point. And I guess if you just don't like it, you don't like it. But yeah, I, I, mean, didn't, I, I didn't mind so much, I guess. Compared to the other love interests we've had from Jack so far, 
aside from um, Holland, what was her name? Uh, Phoebe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Aside from Phoebe, like Don and Nancy is just kind of like a small step above her. Like as as the story goes on, she's more prudish than Jack, and she's even more of uh, a reserved person compared to Jack. So. Um, I don't know. I just don't like that particular kind of character. Because, um, like, when Kenneth does it, like, Kenneth is a naive uh, prude, and he's he's very strong with his morals, whereas, like, you can't necessarily do that again with Nancy's character uh, and play it so straight-faced. Like, Kenneth is kind of in on the joke for the most part. Like, with Nancy, she's just, she's the straight person, so it's just, like, she's, she's just always the setup. So it's just, like, I don't know. It just it doesn't work for me as a character. Um, maybe maybe this go around, I'll find something to like about her. But I've just I've never particularly cared about this small relationship arc that runs the rest of this uh, season. Um, but it's small doses. It's nothing too too bad. So um, it's not the worst thing, and it doesn't ruin the show or anything like that. It's just uh, it's, it's always something I know coming up is in the series, and I'm just like, oh, can we just skip past it? Because I don't like it. But. Yeah, anyway. Any other thoughts before we hop in? Let's hop in. All right. So the cold open is basically going to set up Jack and Liz's storyline. And then we'll come back and get the rest after the opening. Your hair is looking less weird. Thanks. Okay, Christmas gifts. Uh, Pete. Well, he keeps telling me that he wants skinny jeans, so cheese of the month club. Uh, Jenna? Oh, I want to take that internet photo of her nipple slip and have it made into a jigsaw puzzle. Oh, she'll love that. Okay, uh, Jack? <laughs> Jack Donaghy? Yeah. Huh. Well, I've never exchanged gifts with Jack before. But we've known each other four years. I mean, we're friends, right? Absolutely. You guys remind me of that bantering couple in that old movie, um, Meet the Parents. I'm trying to picture Jenna doing a jigsaw puzzle because I mean I get I, I get her totally loving the idea of a puzzle of her. version of her nip slip thing. Yeah. But it's like her actually completing a puzzle like that seems oh, like, like, like she, she would hire someone to do it for she, her. Or she would start doing it. She'd get so agitated and yeah. so mad about it. She would absolutely just hire someone to, to yeah. complete it or make Kenneth do it. She'd probably right. just make, make Kenneth, Kenneth do, it. do it. Yeah, that that's true. That could have been a well. I don't know. It could have been a fun, maybe it wouldn't like, be enough to be like a J plot or C plot in another episode, but it, I don't or know. maybe like a running gag through a couple yeah. of episodes, of like the it's slowly being built up, and then in the end of the uh, one of the episodes, it's just sort of like hung on the wall yeah. or something like that. Yeah, that would have been a fun little through line. Oh my, is it yearbook time already? The company has acquired an up-and-coming social networking site called UFace, so each executive has to set up their UFace page. Now this picture will be my FOLO, Not a word. which is a contraction for photo and hello. UFace. Who are you facing? <laughs> no one. Those sites are for horny married chicks with kids who want to exchange pervy emails with their old high school boyfriends. And since all your high school boyfriends are now gay... Exactly! So, Lennon, what can I do for you? Do you want to exchange Christmas presents this year? Oh, uh, just, uh, I would love to. Great. So, what do you want? Excuse me? Well, in my family, everybody just writes down what they want, and then we give it to each other, and everybody has a great Christmas. Lemon, gift-giving is the purest expression of friendship. I'm going to think about what I know and like about you, and that will lead me to the perfect gift, and you do the same. So, bath salts in a coffee mug would be... Not it.
I just remember Jonathan sort of gets a little bit of bit of a bigger role. Yeah. That's the most we've seen. Quite a few characters do. He does. Suri gets mm-hmm. the most face time in a while. Pete gets, I say, a good amount more. Danny finally gets some Danny, more. Yeah, I mean, it's only been a couple episodes since we've seen him, but yeah, uh, yeah, he he gets a bigger role. So everyone just sort of gets a little bit of a limelight. Merry Christmas! Here's a few extra lines. Yeah, here's your Christmas bonus, I guess. <laughs> um, I feel like I know the answer to this already, but uh, are you your family are more of like just tell me tell me what you want and I'll get that for you as opposed. To, I mean, I feel like. Your parents generally will get you surprise gifts, but mm-hmm. y- when you're asking them, you will generally get them what they ask. Yeah, for. it kind of depends. I think we kind of, if there are things we want, then we'll tell amongst ourselves and we usually get that. But there are other things too. Like, yeah, my, my parents always get extra stuff. And then, like, especially for my dad, like, his, he reads a lot. Like, I'll get him books that he hasn't necessarily asked for, but that, like, just, like, because he reads lots and lots of just, like, various crime thriller all this sort of stuff so like if i read something if i read something myself that i think i'll like then i'll just i'll get it for him so it's a mix of i mean nothing too crazy like every so often we do things like um i don't know like the harry and david and stuff where it's like various food packages they don't necessarily ask for but like assortments of stuff like i know i think we got them one year we got them the wine club thing Mm -hmm. yeah we got a wine club before so yeah so other things they ask for are things like we're pretty would sure no, yeah. Well, so it's kind of like when, the th- when Liz jokes about the tease of the month thing. Like it's a th- it's kind of like a whatever. We'll just get in that. It's like, but that's not, I don't know. Like it's it's not not sometimes it's like X of the month. Like if someone really likes like that sort of thing, mm-hmm. like, it's actually not that bad of an yeah. idea. I, mean, I feel like it's such a hacky joke though. Yeah, because it's it's showing like I thought of you, but I don't think enough of you to know to get you something right specific. But at the same I mean, time, I know you like like cheese, my parents like so. I mean my parents like really like wine. They go to wineries right. All yeah. the time, so but I mean, would they want to? Che- I mean, they would be happy with the cheese of the month. But oh no, I wouldn't get cheese of the month from my parents. No, right. <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like I've heard the cheese of the month as a gag on several sitcoms yeah. as just like a quick throw. Yeah, I don't think I've ever gotten a a cheese month month. I've gotten you know some of the whatever gift you know gift things gift boxes include like yeah. cheese assortments, but never. Yeah. No, I so I guess that was for anyone. I guess ever. loot box or I mean loot boxes aren't much of a thing anymore now, but that was sort of the. The next step of the blank of the month club, I guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know what a loot box is. No, like uh, the what's the nerd? Like all those like nerd things, you pay like thirty bucks a month, and they send you a shipment. Loot crate. Oh, okay. Like that. Well, like I, I know what that means. Subscription boxes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is it that just like is that like a generic term? For, I didn't. I, didn't I know think that so. Before. I, I think it might. I don't be. think loot crate be. is a I, brand, but I know, or no, I'm sorry, loot crate is a brand, but oh, I've always heard like subscription box. Like yeah, I think that's the the common term. generic term. Yeah, generic term. I thought I loot crate. I think loot crate sounds like something very specific. That yeah, I, loot crate might be, but it's anyway. it's like it's like you pay thirty bucks or thirty five or whatever, and they just send you like a box that's right. guaranteed to seventy five dollar value, and it's just like small oh. Funko Pops or like a comic book, things like a yeah. shirt, things like that. Just it's I mean it's basically just we have warehouse excess yeah. and we want to give it away. Yeah. I think so, like aren't, aren't like half podcast ads like yeah. Well, I don't. Various. I, mean, I think the, I mean boxes. I think in twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen the loot crate sort of peaked and mm. a lot of them either went out of business or merged. Oh, and I'm sure. I mean, so they're not. I mean, it wasn't a sustainable yeah. environment for for that many years. So mm. now the new podcast thing is Casper and well, yeah. Ca- Hames, I mean, I think Casper is the Casper OG. Yeah, Casper and Squarespace like the OG stamps.com like I don't hear that many about stamps but I well you don't hear stamps anymore but that was one of the the OGs yeah Um, uh, my family were more like 50-50 like in terms of Christmas stuff like I remember my parents like write down what you want and 
because my brother and I were very much into video games and my parents knew what video games were but did not know the specifics we would have to get very specific because there's a million video games out there so like we can't just say we want Mario because there's 50 million there's 50 Mario games out yeah. there and they don't know necessarily the names of the consoles that we might have either so if we just say yeah get Mario they might get Mario on Nintendo 64 when we like we want it on the GameCube Did- so it's like we'd have to get like we'd literally just like very specifically it's for this and it's this is the full name like thing yeah. like and then we got to the point where like we were buying our own stuff so it's like if they if they wanted to get us stuff we'd just like get socks like just get simple things like shirts socks things like that yeah. and we'll take care of the more either expensive or specific items without having to make you search too much did they ever meaning well get you a game that was just like did you say like i want a game they just got something that was like way oh, off base for what yeah absolutely i mean like when we first got like a what's the, what's like the funniest one you can think of or just like just like most out of content you know what i mean just like oh so there uh, i do remember this um i think it was for, like a birthday i think there were two things uh uh, one was it was called the Namco Gallery Volume One, and it was all these old like Pac Man, Dig Dug, like all these really old '80s and '90s arcade games that I never really played, but I my parents knew that I know who Pac Man is, so like oh this is cute, he'll like this, and it was a super cool game. Like it was basically like a big, it was it was literally like a, they created a museum in the game, so you're in first person just walking around. And like you walk up to the arcade machine and it's an emulator so it then pushes you into so you're playing the game now uh, and then there was like this little other room that would just have like trophies and then you click on the trophies and it has all this it's like a documentary of like this game came out in 1986 and it was created by this person and here's a history so it was like it was neat but it was like i wouldn't have asked for this in ever but they were like my parents like again just good intentions and like it was a cool game but it was like I would have rather have had something else. But it was like, I, I'm not going to like, I, I never got it and just was like, ugh. Like, I would never be rude to them. But in my mind, I'm just like, I don't ask for this. I don't know what this is, but okay. Uh, and then for one birthday, we hadn't even seen the movie. Uh, but I remember getting the Hercules, the Disney Hercules soundtrack. Aww. And it was a great soundtrack. I listened to it because uh, I remember I got a Walkman or like a digital, like a CD player, and mm. that was the the CD that they got for me to go Aww. with it. And I was like, I haven't even seen this movie. <laughs> but it was like again, like good intentions, but like you, it seems like you don't know me that well, kind of thing. But like I, no, I enjoy. I feel like it's a parent thing to just be like. To, to get something that's like sort of in your interest zone yeah, at the no, same absolutely. time way off like, base. Like, I mean, like, that's yeah. like not knowing anything. That's like a parent yeah, well, thing. Well, it is kind of ignorance. Not in a bad way, but like, yeah, I mean, no. like, well, this is Disney. He, we know he likes Disney. What's the new Disney album here? It's Hercules. And it's like, I haven't even seen this movie, so I don't know if I'm going to like this or not, you know? Yeah. I mean, again, good intentions. I'm not mad. I'm not bitter. But like, those are the two that really sort of stand out. Did you guys ever have stuff like that? Well, you guys, like your parents, or like your really. mom. Well, we did like not have. Well, balls. yeah. Well, I mean, we didn't. Yeah, not definitely not video games. I, I was hoping you'd have a thing where it's like they got you like I don't know, like gummy bears or Care Bears the video game or something, just because like you used to watch that and they thought you would like it because you like video games or something. That's what I was kind of hoping that you would. <laughs> you um, I don't. There, it, it, there could be something that they've gotten us um, that maybe just I mean, it'll come to me once we stop recording it'll be oh yeah i remember this thing but like yeah 
They they were usually pretty good at least hitting it in the ballpark, maybe not hitting a home run. Yeah. The only I would say yeah, the most really random thing was I I, I was or definitely was in high school, so let's say 16, 17, 18 and it was a Hanukkah birthday or something and my mom got the Abba Gold greatest hits CD. I think she got that for herself. <laughs> it was so funny cuz like well, I guess that was see, Maybe it's on the younger side. It was definitely in high school. But anyway, because, like, I guess that would have been around the time of the A-teams or whatever. So mm-hmm. I was in some of that. So she's like, oh, this is the original stuff. Like, people would love that. But I just remember the time being, like, this is the most random thing. Wow. <laughs> the Abba Gold CD. What a- Knowing your mom, I think she bought that for you for herself. Yeah. Like, Although, ironically, that would probably be a better gift for me now than back then. Because now, right. like, I mean, it's not like I listen, really listen to Abba that much. But, like, it's, I don't know. Like, you it have would, a... It would yeah. make more sense. Like, then it just seemed really, really random. Like, right. Well, because the Abba wasn't really... I yeah. mean, if the A-teens had not existed... Then, yeah. I don't think many people in our generation would even know who Abba was. For sure. Of well, Obama, American. You know, American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. American. All right. We come back from the opening, and uh, Danny learns the truth about why Pete is bitter about Jenna never contributing to the Cleaning Ladies Fund. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, new guy, how's it going? Well, I'm worried. I haven't been on the show the last two Good weeks. Good stuff. Listen, every Christmas I collect money from the staff and give it to the cleaning ladies. Yeah, of course. Count me in. Great. Jenna, would you care to chip in? No, thank you. I'm doing my own thing this year. She does this every year. She doesn't give the money because she knows that the card says from the cast and writers of TGS and she'll get credit for it anyway. I should make up new cards that say, Happy Holidays from everyone except Jenna. But that would require me to have some remaining life force, Danny. So I'm going to go have a drink alone at the Oyster Bar. So it's almost like from the beginning they were like, was it like some meta commentary joke on how yeah. they never used Josh? Because it was like, they bring him in, he's he's off for a couple weeks. Like they make a quick meta joke about him not being on for the past couple weeks. And like Pete like skids right past it like as if he's even paying attention. So it's like from the writer's perspective, like they... Had to be doing it as a joke, but it's like, was the purpose of the character to be as mistreated as, like, you know, they just wanted to have always one character who was in the background and disappeared for long lengths of time? Like, I don't know. Well, there's a, there's an interview um, from 2009 that says, like, Tina Fey had seen him do, like, Broadway stand or Broadway musicals, and Jane Krakowski sort of helps, uh, sort of give him a leg in on the show and they they showed interest of having him play a role in the program like having him on the show but it doesn't really say like what happened as to why it never really yeah. panned out like but i mean I, that is definitely seemingly a commentary about you know i haven't been on the like literally it's been two weeks since we've seen him yeah. and, and the way pete just ignores it it's like i mean yeah. i mean it, ha- it definitely is like it has to be a self-aware commentary from the writers but it's just like then why like it was the point of the character to be like that like it's just it's it's fun it's yeah it's, such, it's yeah it seems like they're already aware yeah of the manager yeah i've been finger tagged lemon was it down by the subway entrance because i saw a gangly looking kid down there finger tagged means i have been contacted by someone else on you face in this case that would be nancy donovan the cutest girl at east sanchester high school class of 1976. that's the year my mom was born would you get us some pens see i told you you'd find an old girlfriend she wasn't my girlfriend lemon but i must admit nancy donovan was my first crush my first crush was larry wilcox 
The blonde guy from Chips? Bowl haircut, thin lips. Uh, this wasn't a TV crush. This was real. Oh, mine got pretty real. That's our first hint that Liz enjoys Larry Wilcox from Chips. We'll see him at the very end of the episode, the actor that actually portrayed him. As well, there will be a small reference in a later episode this season where when Danny and Liz are sort of hooking up in the office, the Black Light Attack episode, uh, that she is role playing, she's having Danny role play as Larry Wilcox or the guy from Chips uh to fulfill her fantasy also i like that her description of him is bowl haircut and uh tiny lips or small thin lips thin lips which is like generally the opposite of what you would like aspire for like you don't want a bowl haircut you don't you want like pouty full lips not that's the joke i I know that's the joke and we're explaining it but it's just like it's again it's just showing like how basic liz is or, liz like, is so like, her not basic is, unique unique in her yeah, taste unique or like her bar is way different than what someone else might uh aim for uh this wasn't a tv crush this was real no mine got pretty real here's a woman i haven't seen in 25 years one day on new face when she finds me tells me that she's coming out to pick up her sons at fordham and she'd love to swing by Here's a woman I haven't seen in 25 years. One day on you face and she finds me, tells me that she's coming down to pick up her sons at Fordham and she'd love to swing by. What does that mean? Did she post you public or be on you? I don't know. Let's look at her page. Okay. WWW. Um, got it. I'll check her face while to see her previous bing bangs. Is you face hyphenated? Huh. Six months ago, her status said she was married, but 14 days ago, she changed it to working on it. Really? May I see that? Nope. Do not put a hyphen in you face. There are definitely faces here, but they are not being treated with respect. <gasps> so there's a, I mean, aside from the obvious jokes of Liz being sort of incompetent with technology, that she's so slowly typing out WWW, and then Suri immediately pulls it up on her phone, which... All but, people, they're so bad at technology. I know, Young like, people, but it's also they get like, it. Liz, you're a writer again. Yeah. You, we've seen that you use your laptop literally every day. Why would you suddenly be so slow? Yeah. With it's a, it's a little bit of a, it, a, it's a stretch. It's a little lazy and belabored to yeah. like for her to be that to suddenly be like that out of touch. I mean, it's yeah. it, it's kind of like a common trope that they're making a joke with there. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's funny because it's it leads her to shenanigans and things like that but faces um, that are not being treated faces with are respect, not being treated with respect. <laughs> like, uh, i wonder i wonder what that would be though. cum shots is that what it is i assume I feel like that website's name does not lead to that though like i you was, face i mean i don't know my thought was you face like you as in urine but then why would it, be, it wouldn't be spelled y-o-u i feel pretty yeah confident about that's that. probably the better oh that's that's gross. Uh, but anyway, in the writer's room, uh, Kenneth is coming up to see who wants to enjoy uh, Secret Santa, and we get a fun little Godzilla reference. Well, a pretty hacky Godzilla reference, but a fun reference. Kenneth, bag your names. Secret Santa! Secret Santa! Kenneth is doing a Secret Santa fun swap thing. Ugh, he takes the two worst parts of Christmas, giving and rules, and combines them. 
And then the person with the highest number gives the smallest gift to the tallest person. If they want to switch, they cannot. Unless they do, then everyone puts their head down except the murderer. Oh wait, that's not right. That sounded like you trying to explain the games on Jackbox yesterday. I, I was explaining the games. <laughs> I know, but as it's like they needed to be. But explained. you go into so much detail. It's like right. there are ways that can be summarized a little bit without less a group detail. Of friends. I think more detail is better because what always happens as soon as the game starts. Oh, what are the rules again? No, I know, but it's like you go. But it's like the thing is like you. It's just so much and so detailed that it's like not a, most people aren't going to get most of it, and you you just have to play through, and people will get the hang of it. It's just so funny because just think that you just go into all this detail, just like summarize it in like a few words. It's okay. Right. The whole thing was so confusing, I ended up getting my own crappy gift back. Like I need two copies of Over 60 Vixens. Mr. Asatano, would you like to participate in our studio-wide Secret Santa fun swap? I totally would do Secret Santa, but I don't believe in Christmas because I'm a Verdukian. Yes, we are all very strict Verdukians. Oh, my apologies. I've never heard of that religion. What do y'all believe in? Oh, many things. Uh, the healing power of root beer. That a man can have up to nine wives if two of them are male. And we always leave work to go to the movies on Merlin Peen. So good Merlin Peen to you, Kenneth. Good Merlin Peen. Good Merlin Peen. Uh, I just want to talk about Godzilla, but I don't want to spend too much time on Godzilla. But I mean, it's it's I mean it's mostly visual joke, but there's even like a fun, uh, it's it's shot fun where it's the sort of the cameras are lower and then an angle, so you're looking up at Kenneth as well as all of the reactions of all the writers like screaming, and there's even an unnamed, un, a never before seen and never will be seen again uh, Asian writer just to even hammer the joke home even more or like running off screen um but it's it's just it's it's super fun and it's only there for like five seconds and it's never explained why there's a miniature town in the in the area and it's it i feel like there's more jokes that were probably written about and just cut for time to explain that being there anyway um but i will say if you've never seen the 1957 godzilla that movie still holds up for as old as it is uh what's that 50 60 years 62 years now yeah 60 63 years that's that's an insane amount of time but that movie's super good super holds like holds up super well uh the criterion collection uh yeah they did a thing at the end of last year that housed the first 15 godzilla films so i assume this year or next year they'll do the remaining or the next number because there's I mean, 30, I think 30 films total, 40. They all did them by periods. So there's like Showa and Heisei, and there's, we're in another period now. But it, at least the first Godzilla film is absolutely worth seeking out. It's fantastic soundtrack, just, oh, so good. Uh, so that's the one chance I'll get to talk about Godzilla, and I'm taking it. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take, right? Wayne Gretzky said that because Michael Scott said that. Just gonna let that all pass without commentary. Good. Jerk. Uh, so Liz heads back up to Jack's office to try and get some hints as to what he would like for Christmas. Uh, Jonathan is already pretty, um, what would you say, 
uh, annoyed or jealous that Liz is even on his radar for Christmas. Yeah, I'd say a combination, but mostly jealousy. Yeah, mostly jealousy. Uh, but uh, Nancy Donovan's on the scene, so Jack introduces her. Oh, Lemon, come in here for a minute. I want you to meet my old friend, Nancy Donovan. That's my maiden name. I keep telling you, things have changed. Not your hair. It's like a shag carpet. I want to sit on it and play a board game. <laughs> nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Is your family here? Uh, just the boys. My husband couldn't husband make couldn't it. Husband couldn't make it. Oh, I, I brought something to show you. It's, uh, it's goofy. I know. Oh, my goodness. Hey, Beantown. Hey, Beantown was the school musical Nancy and I were in. I thought you had stage fright. Hey, Beantown, the Puritans found you. Hey, hey Beantown. Beantown. Water surrounds you. So let's watch the Sox play ball. Play ball. Hey, Beantown, you got it all. I did plays in high school, too. I was John Proctor in The Crucible. Oh, you went to an all-girls school? No. Jack played Paul Revere. We were all jealous of Lisa Allison because she got to play his horse. <laughs> well, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Yeah. He still owes me $10. Oh, That's true. Yeah, he, he was always a thief, though. He was a moocher. Remember yeah, those guys used yeah, to hang no, out with the cash register and mooch? He yeah. was a moocher. So if I caught that correctly, her maiden name is Myers. So I, I assume that Nancy Myers is a reference to the director who's done oh. lots of rom rom coms and what other movies. Yeah, hmm. I mean, I, yeah, I assume I, I assume it was yeah. just a quick little nod. Yeah, good job. Nod of tip of the hat to you for that reference. Good job. Thanks. What what has Nancy Myers done? So yeah, basically a lot of modern classic rom coms. So. Parent Trap remake, What Women Want, Something's Gotta Give, It's Complicated, The Intern, there's the... I don't think I've ever seen a single one of those. Private Benjamin was her first movie she produced and wrote, it looks like, with Goldie Hawn. Um, the Father of the Bride movies. <gasps> oh, I love The Father of the Bride movies, they're so cute. Yeah, it looks like she wrote, she didn't direct, but she wrote for those yeah, so the most recent thing she's done. Those are all like so. Twenty fifteen, the intern is the most recent thing she directed and wrote. It That's looks the like one with uh, Vince Vaughn and Owen uh, Wilson. Um, was that the intern? I'm thinking, is it? Uh, no, no, no. Robert De Niro, Anne Hathaway, Renee Russo. Yeah, I thought it had. I thought it was Anne Hathaway. Um, and most recently, Home Again in twenty seventeen, she produced. I don't know what that is. I've not heard of that one. Mm-hmm. So. Sorry, Nancy Myers. Uh, something. Uh, uh, something with Reese Witherspoon. That looks very Reese Witherspoony, but I haven't I hadn't seen or heard of that one, so definitely not one of her biggest hits. Hmm. Anyway, hmm. that must be what that is then. Yeah, hmm. it may be a reference that Jack and Nancy are about to have a rom com of their own, sort of. I mean, kind of the episode is sort of like a rom com, yeah. like yeah, a lot you know, of cute. It, yeah, it hits a lot of those beats of a classic rom com. So that's probably what they were Good referencing in foreshadowing. I didn't see that oh, one. Boy, the trivia. Yeah. So. You need to step your game up, dummies. So, and, oh, well, well, we should talk about, I mean, oh, Julianne yeah, Moore, yeah. obviously. Like, um, You'll probably have more to say about her than I do. But. I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, I've seen stuff she's in, and yeah. I mean, you know, she's a good actor. I wouldn't say, like, I'm, like, a super fan or anything. No, but. no, but, I mean, I feel like the types of films she does, you're more inclined to see than I am. Yeah, that's so. true. Yeah, I want to say, like, Far From Heaven is probably, like, the... It's where she plays a uh, 
I think basically like her husband's in the closet or something and it's just kind of like a domestic drama type thing um I mean she's been in I mean bazillions of films like I can think of some on the top of my head but I don't know if they're her most famous so maybe we should look it up Boogie Nights oh yeah she was in Boogie Nights still Alice I can remember that yeah. name was that a that's the one she won her Oscar or... for okay. yeah it was a, well that was the sort of one where it was like the the not the makeup but like the you know we're giving you it we're giving it to you because of your career not so because of that film because I mean I haven't seen it I mean I'm sure it was a fine film oh sure she's in Big Lebowski yeah too. she was the uh, artist artistic lady uh, Magnolia Magnolia is a fun film um, it's weird but it's fun she was in the hours, which should have been called the weeks. Yeah, she's a she's got definitely a uh, a very. Um, she played Sarah Palin in the HBO Game Changing movie. Yikes! Uh, and and at this point in two thousand nine, her career, she is doing those sort of uh, more jokey, lighthearted roles. Uh, obviously, still Alice is twenty fourteen. Yeah. Um, so, so this was definitely in the phase of let's Julianne Moore. Why doesn't she have an Oscar yet? Yeah, so uh, maybe she was trying to get her Emmy. Maybe she's like, I'll wait on the Oscar and go for an Emmy. <laughs> I'm getting an EGOT. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but no, she again, she does a good job on this show. It's really, it's mostly just like the accent. That, eh, yeah, I'll stomach it. It'll be, it'll be fine. Uh, but we come back to Thirty Rock and uh, Kenneth is doing his best to appease all of the various traditions and holidays that the variety of workers of TGS and, and Studio 6 uh, celebrate. Um, and after Tracy has stepped in and challenged the Verdukians to sing their national carol, their famous Verdukian carol. Winter carol. Winter carol. Uh, Kenneth asks Danny to sing a Christmas carol and Danny uh, shows Pete that he's more than capable of singing a duet with Jenna. <laughs> Now, a Christmas song. Oh, Mr. Baker. Hmm? <clears throat> oh, holy night. The stars are brightly shining. What the what? New dude is as good as singing as Tracy Jordan is at everything. Danny, was that you? Why didn't you tell me you could sing like that? I didn't think it was important. It's not important. I had Tracy playing Josh Groban last week. Come here. Listen up. Jenna's not singing the Christmas solo on Friday show. You are. What? Why? For the most wonderful reason of all, Christmas vengeance. Jenna will finally be punished for all the times I had to pay her share of the money for the cleaning ladies. No, I don't want to steal Jenna solo. That's not what the holidays are about. Hey, maybe Jenna and I could do a duet instead. <laughs> yes, a duet. Share the stage. She will love that. I'm sorry, are you being sarcastic? Canadians have a hard time recognizing it because we don't have a big Jewish population. I'm not being sarcastic at all. Okay, great. Merry Christmas, Pete Hornberger. I know you wouldn't know, but is that really true? Like, I feel like there are a lot of Canadian Jews. Like, that's, like, that's, that seems like kind of, I mean, I don't know, that seems like just like a random thing. Like, surely, I don't know. I mean, I, mean, I, I think it definitely I mean, maybe not as in, like, maybe in like more some cities rural, in America, but... Maybe, like, rural areas. But, like, Toronto? Like, that's no, a big I mean, city yeah, with a lot I would of multiculturalism. Say like, the more metropolitan-heavy yeah. areas. I guess maybe he grew up in the in the Maritimes. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming he's more rural yeah. than... Uh, I mean, we don't really learn his backstory, so... 
He grew up in the Maritimes, we'll just say. Yeah, we'll just say New Brunswick or something. Yeah, there weren't a lot of Jewish uh, population. But also, like, I don't know. I mean, breaking down the joke, like, has he never seen movies or TVs? Like, does he not? How does he not get sarcasm? You know, like, it's not yeah. something you have to just interact. Well, I mean, with I think it's, I mean, that's just like a, Canadians are so you know we're so naive, polite, and polite. And yeah, they just miss, miss things. Yeah. yeah, it's just yeah, it's just the Canadians are <laughs> yeah. basic. I just say naive or naive, not naive yeah. but like yeah naive not in a bad way just yeah they're so accommodating they miss the small things. Ernest there we go that's a good word Ernest P. Whirl. Uh so Jack has invited Nancy out to dinner so he can get to know her a little bit better uh, during the reunion and Danny brings the good news to Jenna that he's able to sing with her in a duet a duet? really? I didn't know you sang <laughs> it's funny because it's kind of my thing. <laughs> Next thing I know, you're going to be telling me you're really blonde and have a urinary tract infection. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should hear you sing. That way I can plan our harmonies. Oh, Danny boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling. From glen to glen and down the mountainside. I'm sorry, is your nose bleeding? Yes, because I'm so happy for you. It's definitely not a rage stroke. <gasps> Great. So doesn't get sarcasm. Still doesn't 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 see death right in front of him. <laughs> uh, I've always liked that small musical interlude. I guess I don't know. I feel like I've never really heard that song sung that well. Like. I think it's that like vocalization at the end there of like the side that's I don't know it stands out really really I don't know just different and uh, I don't know it, I mean it also shows like he has talent obviously he is a Broadway performer so of course he can sing um, I don't know Moira Rose has a rendition in Schitt's Creek in one know. of the earlier oh, I seasons I totally see that <laughs> absolutely I don't imagine it's as good as Danny's though. no it's it's definitely more humorous yeah <laughs> Uh, I'll catch up with that show one day. Uh, meanwhile, Kenneth and Tracy end up in the intellectual deep end because the question of religion, the questioning of religion is happening because Tracy doubts the Verdukian beliefs. What's up, Special K? Having a party? Not me, sir. Tonight is the Verdukian holiday of mouth pleasures. Mr. Rossitano Spurlock and Lutz must have free sausage pizza, followed by some gentle flossing performed by a blonde virgin. Your generosity is being taken advantage of. What do you mean? Verdukianism is fake. Those dudes made it up because they didn't want to do secret Santa. But they had all these rules and rituals. That's what religion is, K-Fed. Just a bunch of made-up rules to manipulate people. Why don't Catholics eat meat on Fridays? I'll tell you why. Because the Pope owns Long John Silvers. Wait a minute. Are you saying that other religions are made up by man, too? Oh, Ken. We may have fallen into the intellectual deep in here. And if you try to grab onto me, we'll both drown. What if there's no God? Okay, time to go. Actually, even though Tracy's used sparingly, like he's used very well. Like that long John Silver joke is yeah. so stupid. It's so hilarious. Stupid. I mean, but that just sounds like it sounds like one of those tinfoil hat theories that yeah. you know someone actually believes. Right. It's like, oh, the reason blah 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 is because Wendy's is owned by this and it's just like oh my god just 
I told you about that thing earlier this week that I saw, like, the person was blaming China for the COVID stuff because of tariffs and um, they were losing money. So they just invented it to spread it across the world to make, to punish people. And it's just like... Some people just need to fill their time and they go to... I just, I don't... Lengths to do it and feel like they know something that others don't. But that's you have no evidence said. of any of it. That's, so that's like, what, well, that's why they're called conspiracy theories. I just, it, I don't know what the end game is other than, like you said, that they just want to feel smarter. Feel like they know they something that other people superior, don't but it's just like know or get. All of, everything you're saying can be disproven. So what, I just don't get how you're so stubborn about it. That, like That's why the best way. I've, and most of it just, just seems like it's just attention. It, it's just attention right, stuff. Right, it's not, exactly. it's really nothing, like the whole flat earth stuff, which thankfully... Maybe I've just been ignorant to it, but it seems like that's sort of died off now. Like, it doesn't seem like it's as big as... Maybe all the jokes have been made, so there's no point in getting in attention. But it's just like, everything that they argue is immediately disproven, and they still are just so stubborn about it. They're like, no, that's just made up. And it's just like, I don't, I don't just, get it. It's just, it's just okay. people who want to feel like they know the real truth, and everyone else is getting one over on them. It's, there's no point in giving it no, I know. any... But it's not, like after like nine, like nine times out of ten, yeah, you just ignore it. And you're just like, wow, these people are silly or crazy or whatever. But that does that, there's that one time where you're just like, you want to sit down and just try and analyze. You just want to like help me understand where you're coming from, even if I don't believe you and I have no intention of walking away from this conversation on your side. Help me understand how you got to this point and what what's the next step. And it never works out to where it's like, okay. I, I can see where, or maybe I can see where you're coming from, but you're still wrong. And it's just like, I don't know. I just don't know why people still give it attention. That's the really frustrating part, too. Is like you're doing I, right no, now? I know, I know. I'm, 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 I'm just, well, because like it's a plea for just how? How do we still have these conversations happening where it's just everything's been disproven? There have been conspiracy theories throughout history about everything. I know. And, and it's, one of the conspiracy theories was that the women were witches, and that, that ended true. much worse than some modern conspiracy theories. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm all for skepticism, I'm all for like questioning things, but to an extent. Like, this, like, it's absolutely be skeptical of. China's secrecy about the whole thing and like yes. they could be I mean, putting their thumb yes. on the scale regarding the numbers and things like that. I mean, that's totally d- skeptical. Doubting the numbers of infections in China think they're higher is not a conspiracy. That's just no. the Chinese government is secret right. about things and like, doesn't want those to get out. They've but proven in their history that they are... COVID is a biological weapon and unleashed in the world because of tariffs is... Uh, is it's a stretch and it's more. like, yeah. Yes. And we're not going to entertain it any further. Absolutely not. So. Anyway, back to 30 Rock. Um... Nancy has changed her UFace page to weird these after her dinner with Jack. And now Liz is back in Jack's office still trying to get the perfect gift. Uh, also, I think we cut it out for time, but there was a joke that's going to sort of pay off here at the end. Um, well, it's actually, it's going to pay off here, and there's going to be another sub-joke later on uh, where Jonathan has bought a whole bunch of stuff from a store called Vatane. Uh, and Liz is now coming into the room with a tie from that same store. And then later on, Jenna will tell Subas, the janitor, to leave by saying Batane, which is Italian for get out. So just a little fun through line. Uh, but it sounds jokes. so elegant. It sounds so elegant. It's like, oh, that's all that it means. It just means get out. So the store doesn't want you there. <laughs> is that maroon and navy? 
Nerds! Don't tell me, Lemon, you spent $500 on a tie I already have at a store with a no-returns policy. Oh, shock farts. But this is my lucky tie, and anyone who knows me well would know that. And just like I know you only wear that sweater when you're planning on eating pasta with red sauce. Nice haircut. Let's level the playing field. How about the most we can spend on each other's gifts is zero dollars? Really? You want to exchange creative gifts? Oh, well, you are the one that's in trouble now, buddy, because creativity to me is just like, it's like a bird, like a friendly bird that embraces all ideas, just like shoots out of its eyes all kinds of beauty. Wow, Lemon, this is like watching Hemingway write Mark Hemingway. Yeah. Such creativity right there. So, from I mean, yeah. Liz I wonder how long it took for this to so write funny. that. I know, right? <laughs> I, I wonder if she just did it like, which is like improv. Yeah, off. I mean, I'm, I'm sure at least part of it wasn't fun. All of it. I'm sure some of it was planned, but yeah. most of it does seem like it was improv. Or, she was just like saying like, random things that sounded like. Just, yeah, whatever comes into your mind. Creative. Just say it. Yeah, it does. It's like a bird. Yeah, average. Yeah, that's a fun, that's a fun joke. Wait, why are you wearing your lucky tie? I'm having dinner tonight with Nancy, alone. She changed her status to weirdsies. What are your expectations here? She's married. Uh, I don't know. Lemon, Nancy's leaving tomorrow. Can't I just enjoy this while it lasts? That's what I said when that hot dog vendor passed out, but you made me go get help. That's totally different, Liz. Someone was potentially in pain, so... Speaking of Vatane... <laughs> Hey, did you hire this guy to hide in my dressing room and punch me in the throat? No. He's bigger than you said. May I still collect my kiss? Vatany! Why would you do that, Jenna? I, I thought we were buddies. <laughs> you don't fool me with your innocent act. First, you force your way into my solo. I didn't solo. force anything. Pete is the one that wanted to take away your solo. What? Why? He's mad that you don't ship in for the cleaning lady's Christmas gifts. Well, I'm doing my own thing. I got them this. The program from this year's Asian Women in Television Awards. Julie Chen's energy drink, Chenergize. A flip video. Wait, hang on, I didn't know this was in here. Wow, you're really getting the Christmas spirit. Oh my God, I just got sarcasm. Fine. I'm terrible at Christmas because I never had a nice one. Sometimes my mom would take us to see Santa Claus, but that's just because she suspected one of them was my deadbeat dad. So I'd have to get on every Santa's lap in the Bakersfield area and scream, You ought to be ashamed of yourself, Travis! Oh, no, that's, that sounds horrible. And then I'd sing carols in the middle of Sears just to create a distraction while my mom shoplifted. And those few minutes when I was singing carols, that was the one part of Christmas I liked. And now you've taken that away from me. Well, that went well. So we can talk about those gifts in a second. But first, do you think that her story is true or is she making up to justify to get what she wants? Uh, I think it's... I mean, I, my gut tells me because there's no joke payoff that it's absolutely true. But I also think some of it is true and some of it is embellished because we know Jenna is incredibly dramatic uh, and will embellish things to get you on her side. But because there's no payoff of that, I have no reason to believe that it's not 100% true. Because we know she's had a rough life. Yeah, it fits her backstory and everything. Yeah. At the same time, it's like, it wouldn't be 
it's totally in win with her character to make it to to make up a dramatic or sad or whatever backstory yeah. to justify getting what she wants. So yeah. I mean, I guess the show plays it straight. Like it doesn't play it as if she's lying or making anything up yeah. at all. Because she doesn't look back. She doesn't like. She gets nothing out of him of telling. I mean, she gets the so she gets to sing better than him, um, but like she doesn't at the end. Like oh, I was just lying. Blah blah blah. Like it seems genuine, um, and what we know thus far and what we'll know going forward about her mom and her relationship with her mom it wouldn't be impossible to think yeah that, that absolutely is 100 percent true because we know her mom forced her into or maybe not forced her but you know would put her in beauty pageants uh would use their winnings to pay for her stuff and not jenna stuff and pay for her boyfriends and things like that so like we know she doesn't have a great backstory with her mom as a child, so it's not out of the realm of absolutely being one hundred percent true. So I I want to say I want to say one hundred percent, but it's safe that would be fifty fifty. Fifty percent of it's true, fifty percent of it's just embellished for the the drama to to sell it. Speaking of gifts, the flip video. Do you remember those being? No, what I vaguely remember. They were basically GoPros before GoPros were really become the new standard sort of, and they were just like small little handheld, uh, eight megapixels cameras that just size of a cell phone. Um, But uh, yeah, those that's very very outdated technology at this point because. they were discontinued in 2004, so I'm not sure what they're doing sticking around mm. in 2009 in this episode. So, well, I guess the Asian and Asian Women Television Awards doesn't have a huge budget, so yeah. But even still, like they wouldn't seem like they'd be a big thing to want to have at this point. Like, really, like Jenna walks out of the room with it, so like she still wants it. I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, Cisco bought them a Cisco from the Thong Song. A couple episodes, and then ignore that. From a couple of episodes earlier, uh, bought up the Flip Video Company um, that been discontinued in two thousand four. Um, so probably just most one most like things that you buy out, you buy the technology and then you kick everything else to the curb. It seems like what likely happens. I also love the Julie Chen energy drink because notable for her charisma, Julie Chen. Oh, is that, I don't. I no, the, the I joke is like, like her, her like online nickname was like I, the Chen Bot or something, because like she was just like very like robotic so, and okay. whatever in her hosting. So yeah. Oh, to have an energy drink. Yeah, it's like the opposite of ah. <laughs> her persona. Yeah. I mean, she still hosts it, so I, I don't know. I mean, I haven't watched that show in like a I really, really, really long. Big want? Brother on CBS. But how did that show survive? Because I remember that first season airing. <laughs> And like no one, like really yeah. low ratings. And like I think just no, really summer show that was cheap to produce, and the ratings were like good enough to keep on. But it so. was a UK, UK thing. I think it might start in the well. It was big in the UK before, but it might have started. I think it was oh, one of those that started in the Netherlands, maybe. Uh, if I remember, correctly. Yeah. I'm not positive about that. Yeah, but it was definitely big in the UK before here for sure, and that's probably why it came mm-hmm. over here. What's um, the what's, what's the the news going around now? Is the people that are in the current Big Brother house all around the are world completely yeah. oblivious to the yeah. COVID stuff? Well, so like they've been slowly letting them know, and some some of them have shut down. Like there was one. Oh wow! I, I, I know I didn't watch them, but I saw like you know just a couple of videos popping up of first you know them being told about what was going on, and then in countries they've just shut, shut down production. Basically, said sorry, the show's yeah. over. We're Which shutting that's, down. That's definitely the better yeah. thing to do. I think. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's nuts. Also. Jared Leto didn't know about COVID for a while because he was being Jesus or something. Like, right. 
He like he and like a bunch of people just basically went out into like the desert and oh. did like a meditation thing. Gotcha. And then just the most pretentious Instagram post was like, I've just come out of meditation after two weeks and I'm learning about all things going on in the world and it's I my heart goes out to everyone. It's just like Jesus. shut up. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. We do not need to hear from you right now. You are contributing nothing. You are not helping anyone. Shut up. This is not useful. No. Just oh my god. I did read an interesting article about people like 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 normal people who had gone like basically gone into the deserts or woods or whatever just for like a couple weeks yeah. or a month or whatever you know just for a general whatever thing and then came back into it and them having to reacclimate to oh, yeah. everything changing not, like significantly nuts. since they were gone yeah. like not. Luckily, not in a like pretentious nonsense way. Yeah. Like I have no some celebrities sympathy have, for someone like Jared Leto that yeah. does something like that. But yeah, someone in a more normal yeah. standing. That was interesting, just like hearing people about just like coming back and yeah, how very quickly like having to catch up with. Like imagine under, this understanding like, it all. So you're in the International Space Station, and for whatever your commu- communication is cut off, and then you come back to your planet. Still somehow not knowing everything that's happened. Time to go back in space. That's a good point. You you come down and like places are relatively abandoned and there's like all this pandemic stuff. Like you'd be like, what happened? Like, why did I come? Why did they bring me back? Like it would would almost almost read like a Twilight Zone episode or something of just like, what is going on? Yeah. But it's, it's, I mean, it's hard to stay out of the news loop at this point just because it's 24 seven. Everything's happening all the time. But yeah, that is that would be super wild to be so like someone in a coma, right? They come out of a coma. Yeah, you have to explain everything that's happened to them. How much of it is believable? You know, yeah. like there's that skepticism again of like, wait, no, who's president? What's happened? Yeah, he wasn't impeached. Like <laughs> he was impeached, but he like got away with it. Like what? What else has happened? I like how we pivoted from Julie Chen to <laughs> well, it's all Big Brother impeachment. Song. Yeah. Yeah, that's how our brain. That's how at least my brain works. So while Kenneth is still dealing with if religion is real and not made up by men, uh, Jack tries to get Nancy to go for a nightcap, but she's she's not having it. Hey, what was the name of that abandoned factory where we used to go shoot BB guns at rats? Wolfwood Cap and Gown. Of course. Is that still there? Oh, they tore it down and put up a big playground. Oh, what a shame. Yeah. So, uh, can I buy you a nightcap? Better not. We have an early train back to Boston tomorrow. You know how hard it is to get teenagers out of bed in the morning. Oh, yes, but not in the way you're talking about. <laughs> huh. It was great to see you, Jack. I love. I hit your new face, but you got to promise to finger tag me back. I'd like nothing more. Since she just said finger tagging, I feel like one thing we haven't touched on yet is just like ridiculous social media like parody. Yeah. And as clever as 30 Rock can be, like I think they this is a pretty late like you face. Like they, they, they know that thing where it's like it's an adjacent social media thing that's like 
it's yeah. clear where they're going at, but it's not necessarily like a novel way. Like, like you know, Facebook like, hasn't quite reached its peak at this point. It's still relatively new. Like, so it started in 2006, 2005, 2000. 2000. So I signed up in 2005. I think maybe right. So that was when, when it was, first started. Yeah, that was when yeah. it was still colleges, mm-hmm. and then it went public in like 2006, 2007. Around that time was when it became more widely. That sounds accessible. right. It, yeah, it was a couple years. So after. it's. I mean, it's been around for a while, but it hasn't reached its apex of users and blah 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 and myspace at this point is just gasping for air like this is like its last gasp before it's gone for a few years and then reboot becomes a music site well it was always a music site right but well but i feel like it persisted as like people like music people actually still used it it wasn't more for after it was was still just just strictly as a music streaming or music posting yeah yeah um and i think it's back again i don't know i don't i there's some way I probably could pull up my MySpace profile. I know I shouldn't, but I we I we did that a few years when I was when the short period I was out in California. We just spent one night going through our old MySpace stuff, and it was what a top eight that was. It was kind of cringy, just a lot of really bad statuses and yeah. and, and inside jokes that had to be explained. That after explaining, was just like, why did I do this? Yeah, <laughs> I never actually thing? had a MySpace because it didn't really become a thing in like my high school until like I want to say it was like late 2004 early 2005 and that was around like it was that spring like when Facebook had opened to colleges and it was like that spring if you had a college address email address you could yeah. sign up for it. and like when you were accepted to colleges at least for you know at least a bunch of people like I knew um you, you were given your email right away so it was like yeah. you used that sign up so that like there was it was just like that point we just got on facebook like there was no point yeah. in getting a myspace no, it, so. made, it made more sense that college students would use something like facebook versus yeah. myspace which just became like this weird if you knew how to do even like the most basic html you could just go onto someone's page and in their in their comment section uh post an html tag a code that left like a blank comment but you could put like an mp3 in it so mm. you could just have them saying like every time they load their page it either starts playing a song potentially something offensive right like people were really abusing the system by the end it was just like chaotic it was absolute chaos by the end yeah. of myspace because it was just like imagine the worst wallpaper tiled so it's like a small jpeg just repeated over and over again then you have gif emoji like gif emojis beside your name neon text like it was just like a child made this and not a teenager a child made this and it's just here's my favorite music and it's all my chemical romance lincoln park and Mm. panic of the disco Mm. like it's just but we all did it We're not proud of it, but we all did it. God, I remember when the Facebook wall was basically essentially like a live notepad file that anyone could edit. Because it was like, you could post on someone's wall, but you could edit whatever was there. So you could delete everything that anyone had said. It was just yes. like, that was just like fun times. Good idea. Well, quick, quick, well quickly out. it evolved to the more modern style of like, po- you know, posts yeah. and... Clo- not exactly what it is now, but closer than just a free-for-all. Yeah. I remember... Early Facebook was you would put it would always be your first name and then it would have you be like is doing X or mm-hmm. is at place. Yeah. So like I'll go through like my old memories now from like ten years ago, ten plus years ago. It'd be like blow and blow is bloopity block, and it's like yeah that that did not stand out the test of time. Like it reads because all because it, it doesn't still put your name in front of it. It just says 
is going to a concert and it's like who cares? No one cares about this. I don't care. What am I going to do with this information? It's pointless. <laughs> I don't know. It's silly. So Nancy and Jack leave it at a weird space, and maybe they'll see each other. Maybe they want and won't. Rather is how you say that word. Uh, and we come back to Jack's office, and Liz is ready to give him this gift of song. This what is this? This is your zero dollars present. Do 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 to my friend is Jack. If you like his necktie, pat him on the back. Nope, never mind. Not your present. Uh, no, please, D don't go. Uh, I'm sorry that I wasn't even able to feign interest in whatever that was. At least she had the good taste to end it. It's, it's, That's true. As soon as she realized that there was there was nothing good coming. Yeah, and we wouldn't be doing our job if we didn't explain the reference. Uh, that is the moldy peaches. Anyone but you from the Juno soundtrack. Um, Moldy Peaches are fun. They're a fun little band. Um, Kenya Dawson is the uh, female singer of the group. I don't know the male's name. I think his name's like Aaron or Adam, something like that. He didn't have much of a solo career, uh, but Kenya had a, a pretty solid uh, indie uh, indie career. But go check out some Moldy Peaches, man. Also, I mean, check out the Juno soundtrack. It's a pretty rad soundtrack. Um, but yeah, multi pieces are fun. I haven't seen that movie in a while, and I wonder how it holds up. Because I remember I loved it at the time. I thought it was great, but yeah. it's been a long time since I feel like so many, because like, I feel like that kick-started a lot of those like quirky, indie, yeah. like, because it was pre-Little Miss Sunshine, or around the same time as Little Miss Sunshine. It might, might have been post-Little Miss Sunshine. But like those two mm -hmm. sort of sure. hit me as those like quirky, we got a fun soundtrack, we got an oddball cast of characters, and people that are on TV and you like them from TV like Steve Carell's in Little Miss Sunshine Ellen Page and um, Rain Wilson very small part but he was in Juno but he was played up in the trailers uh, J.K. Simmons what's yeah. her name Alice and Janney Alice and Janney I'm going to check out Mom soon seems like that show I've heard yeah I've heard like it's better than pretty much all the other CBS sitcoms yeah. I haven't watched it but I it yeah. looks it looks alright yeah. um, and I like Anna Ferris. I think she's fine yeah um, but I feel like those two really kickstarted that indie quirky. Uh, For sure, they're yeah, yeah, or at least lovable. Yeah, kickstart making it popular because that movie made a ton of money. Yeah, um, um, and I think by the by like two thousand nine, two thousand ten, like the tropes were already yeah. tired, so like it was hard to really replicate that success again. Um, but I'm sure it still holds up. Yeah. Because um, there wasn't anything to... Because, I mean... Hamburger phone. Yeah. Like, you could watch that movie and you kind of, for a moment, like, what time period does this take place in? Because nothing really seems super modern. Yeah. Like, uh, It Follows is one of those movies. Like, where does that move... Like, mm. I mean, that movie seems like it takes modern, but I remember there's some technology in that movie that is like, this is yeah. not real. Like, this doesn't exist. So, like... But I guess that's the point, is it's to say this could happen at any time, so it's not, don't focus on the period, it's not a period piece or anything, it's just this is sort of a timeless thing. I don't know, I'm, I'm sure it holds up. Maybe maybe I'll watch it again soon. Yeah. That was one of the last movies I ever bought on DVD when I, people still did that. Aww. That and, I'm embarrassed to say, could you guess the last one? Crash. No, I don't own that movie, thankfully. Um, I'll give you a hint. Sasha Baron Cohen. Borat? Oh boy. Yeah, I'm not I don't I'm not proud of all of my decisions I've made in my life, okay? Nancy left this morning. She'll be on the twelve ten out of Penn Station. Do you ever wonder, Lemon, what your life would be like if 
you had never left your hometown. Oh, of course. Have you not read my terrible short story, The Two Paths of Virginia Apple? I spent my whole life trying to erase where I came from. But after these moments with Nancy for the first time in my life, I'm homesick. Well, you'll stay in touch, right? I don't know. Nancy's going back to her husband, her life. I think this was just a moment in time. I just wish it had lasted a little bit longer. Okay, well, I'm gonna go work on your real gift. You know what would go real nice on that wall over there? A drawing of a frog. No. No. So while Danny and Jenna are singing a song that seemingly goes on, goes on and on and on, uh, while Danny is doing the very poor job of singing off key so Jenna can still shine, uh, we get a little montage of all the stories wrapping up. Um, first, we'll go to Jack and uh, Nancy as she's her 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 train has mysteriously stalled or not stalled, but has been uh, canceled canceled. Uh, because of a calling of a bomb. Frosted window panes, candles gleaming inside, painted candy canes on the tree. Santa's on his way, he's filled his sleigh with things, things for you and me. It's that time of year when the world falls in love. Every song you hear seems to say, Merry Christmas. May your New Year's dreams come true. Hey, Jack. My train got canceled. I spent all day at Penn Station trying to get out. Figured I should finally take the hint and meet you for that drink. Well, I'm glad you came back. And I figured I owed you a kiss goodbye. I mean, yeah, what's the big deal? We did it every night in Hay Beantown. We'll just do it high school style. No tongue. And the song line in three-quarter time wishes you and yours the, the same thing to Merry Christmas, Lemon. The gender-blind crucible. Framed in wood from the stage of your high school theater, Jonathan had to drive all over Pennsylvania, and I did not reimburse him for gas. Zero dollars. Thank you, Jack. That's amazing. And don't worry about my present. I already got the greatest Christmas gift you could imagine. Nancy came back to say goodbye. Her train was canceled. Because somebody called in a bomb threat to Penn Station? You're welcome. Merry Christmas. Twist. Kind of gnarly. Should maybe add a Not good. doing things like no. that. But, uh, Screwed up everyone else's Christmas, but Jack got a good one. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I guess there's payoff for that because Lutz and Twofer... Get reprimanded for defying yeah, God. Let's two for and um, Frank. Frank, Jesus, I can't want to say Tracy. God, uh, no, uh, yeah. So let's two for and uh, Frank. Frank, Jesus, uh, do get their comeuppance for lying to Kenneth and making him question and being blasphemous and being blasphemous um, for his religious beliefs. 
Turns out the phone call for the bomb threat was called from their phone. Yeah, so. and that's a little like sketchy because like it's from their phone, but presumably they didn't both place the call. You know what I mean? So like even if it, right. I mean, whatever. I know it's the joke, but yeah, it's like it's a little <laughs> sketchy. To, you know what I mean? Like if you yeah. had a shared office phone, it's like you wouldn't arrest everyone who had access to that office phone if a bomb threat well, was called into it. I feel like in a I mean everyone would be questioned maybe be questioned maybe, but not just like is. everyone who shares that phone gets arrested. Well, they probably just, like, didn't know who did it. They were like, well, just... Well, they don't say, like... They just say they're both under arrest. They're not necessarily, yeah. like... Well, you know. Anyway. We're overanalyzing it. It's over, just a no, silly slapstick comedy yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, but Jenna and Danny sing us out into the credits. Finally. And this song of mine in three-quarter time Wishes you and yours the same thing, too. Merry Christmas, Christmas to you. All right, and so that's the end of the episode. There's as the season four is continuing, uh, we are going some after credits or into credits, end credits. You uh, do it. Small bits uh, where we get to see the actor that played Barry Wilcox in Chips. So, but before we get there, we will wrap up this episode. Final thoughts on Secret Santa. I like this episode. There was a lot going on, but it was very funny. And again, just going quickly back to the 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 Julianne Moore character, like so much of that. I mean, all that is just so like heavy cliche Boston, like the hey Bean Town. It's like everything they sing in their song is like cliches of like just being in Boston. So right. I, I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, the whole I think the whole point around that is just. It's just super Boston or whatever. So. I think, I mean, I, th- I don't want to get too far ahead of us because yeah. we've got a few more episodes, but I think it's also, I don't necessarily like the character. Yeah. Uh, like her whole through line is she's so prudish that it's just like, I don't know. Uh, and I understand like where she's coming from because I'm a relatively prudish person, but not the same level. So it's like, I don't know. It's, it's it's frustrating to me because it's just like all of this can be solved by just doing a couple of things or saying a couple of things which is against the rules of sitcom but it's just like i don't know her character arc is so it's it's big but at the same time it's small because there is a moment where yeah her divorce is finally going through and she's ready to commit to jack but because she didn't commit fast enough jack has found someone else and then uh, and that's what brings in the whole finale um but it's just like uh i don't i just i don't think this is a good well character. we'll get there we'll get, we'll get there. there when we get there. yeah and, and we'll get maybe, too far my ahead opinion, of ourselves. maybe my opinion will change by the time we get around um but yeah this this introduction episode is just not not great for me but there's still a lot to enjoy about this episode i think it's super solid and super funny and given as busy as it is with its four plots, everything's juggled well and never overstays its welcome or anything. Any other thoughts on Secret Santa before we say goodbye? Goodbye. All right. Well, as always, thank you for joining us on Go Today. If you like what we're doing, rating, reviewing, all that fun stuff, it's going to be the best way to help us out. Otherwise, we will see you next week in episode 67, season 4, episode 9, Klaus and Greta. Uh, David, take us out. See you next time. Are you Larry Wilcox? Yes, ma'am. This evening you have permission to call me Officer John Baker. (laughs) Oh, but uh, no sex stuff, no touching my gun. Of course, yeah. Merry Christmas, Lennon.
zero dollars. Well, he promised to get me on Dancing with the Stars. But that's on ABC. Donaghy! Nope, do not put a hyphen in you face. There are definitely faces here, but they are not being treated with respect. <gasps>